Hey everybody and welcome back to Brutally Honest Reviews. I'm here with Rob, Justin, and our guest this week, Sam. Rest and in peace, movie pass. Rest oh yeah, let's let's talk <laughs> let's talk about this this shittery real quick. <laughs> so why don't you explain it? You're more living. Oh, I will. This. So movie pass. I don't know when this is gonna go up. Thursday of one of the last weeks in July, they ran out of money. And then today, a Monday, I don't know, I don't know days anymore, uh, they also ran out of money again. And you cannot see uh, any movie in any theater other than like Patriot. Who goes to Patriot? Oh. Not I. But I basically just canceled my subscription and moved to A-list. You just moved to A-list. Yep. Taylor just moved to A-list. I'll probably get A-list. You. I probably switched. I'd get Cinemia too, just to go to those random theaters. You're one of them. Yeah. Go big or go home. Well, rip movie pass. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) There's no better talking points to that. They (laughs) fucked up. So anyway, um, we're reviewing the movie Hereditary today, and came out about a month or two ago. April. Yeah. Yeah. A few months ago. April. Yeah. We just didn't get around to reviewing that yet. We wanted to make sure that we had uh, someone who really appreciated the film. That's right. And that's Sam. That's right. And that's good because a couple of us hated it. Mm. <laughs> I'm so intrigued to know like why you hated it. Yeah. Because I had people comment on my post saying why they hated it. And I was like mad at why they hated it. Because it was like stupid shit. Like it wasn't scary enough. I'm like because things didn't pop and go boo at you. Like don't. There's gonna be a lot of like table slapping. <laughs> I apologize right now for that. I have I've softened up my view a little it's bit of it. I, <laughs> I have. I'll I'll explain later because I've been watching a lot of a lot of like recaps and, and kind of familiaring myself with the movie. But I, anyway, with that being said, um, jumping into Hereditary, going down the line, what did you think, Rob? I'm gonna start off with saying that it was not a bad movie. It was well acted, well written. I just didn't like it as a horror movie. And I'm not one of those horror snobs. I I can even appreciate the crappy ones like, you know, Trolls. Trolls is bad, Trolls too. I can, you know, pinhead like all the classics. So I'm not a horror snob. I just, I didn't like this as a horror movie at all. I mean. <laughs> that was. I don't even think it's a horror movie, really. It's build as one. Yeah. Okay. Scary There's like six genres. Psychological. That's, that's true. It was billed as like this is the scary shit you'll ever see, and it was like this is deeply unsettling shit I'll, I'll see in a while, but it wasn't scary. Um, overall, really liked it. I thought it was. That held its own. I liked all the actors, actresses. It left me a yeah, lot of parts that were very. I love the father in it. The father Steve. could die in the fire. Just like, <laughs> just like Steve. Uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> he was a real dad. Mm, Problems were presenting. He was like, whatever. He was a great. real dad, but. It's great. After a while, it's the just best like. character in the movie. <laughs> he was the most believable. Yeah. Um, My dad yeah. would have done the same thing, except burped a couple times. He also would have died in the fire. Your turn. <laughs> Rip. You didn't say anything about the movie, did you? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did? Pretty good. Oh, you just said you loved it? Yeah. Oh, okay, you saw it. We'll get into points after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I I, uh, I didn't like Hereditary initially. Um, I thought it was lied to based on the trailer. Um, I thought it was going to be 
Uh, the scariest movie since Exorcist, and I know I shouldn't hold movies to that high caliber, but if you say that now, I kind of, I, I try to believe it because I feel like you can deliver something scary. You have all the fucking resources in the world. You have, for example, we shoot our podcast with three cameras that all shoot over 4K. Like, everything is so affordable now. There's so much you can do with CGI, so much you can do in post. And to be given a trailer and told it's a horror movie and then I walk out and I'm kind of feeling like this is more of like a family drama and I just like felt deceived. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tarila. And no, I'm just kidding. I'm like super valid. excited for you guys to watch back and see my facial expressions to what you're all saying. Um, <laughs> but I loved it, obviously. Um, but I think like, especially talking about the trailer, that's why people were so upset because it set you up to think one thing and then you got there and you're like well what the fuck like this wasn't it but at the same time it's like how i took it and i'm one of those weirdos it's gonna look way too deep into stuff but they set you up to think you know what's going on and then once you actually get in there you're like in annie's position where you're like what the fuck is going on because you know she's just never present her and her mom were just not friends and you know, after she died, just all this shit kept coming out and she's like, oh my God. So essentially that's what like the trailer kind of sets up for you that you think you know what's going on. And then once you actually get to it, it's like, that's not what's going on at all. And you're just totally in the dark with it, which I appreciated. And not like spoiler wise, I don't know if I should wait for it, but like the trailer, once I saw it, like they use scenes, especially with the funerals from two different funerals in the trailer, which you wouldn't know unless you saw the movie, but hmm. two of the funerals were, one was Charlie's and one was Ellen's. I didn't know that. scenes from both of them. So yeah. that it sets you up to think, you know, like- Little baby coffin. Uh, like the little blue one. I was like, oh my God, my heart is like hurting. But yeah, no, I loved it. Cool. So, um, so let's talk about this movie. Talk a little bit about how we get into this movie. So it's been a while. Um, I, I, I'm not going to bore everybody with like a play-by-play, -play, um, but we basically start the movie. Uh, we're introduced to these characters and most notably this really creepy little girl named Charlie who has uh, almost, I, I wouldn't call it Tourette syndrome, but like a nervous tick that she clicks a lot. She clearly has some kind of social or, or learning issues or, or, or disability. Um, she's a little bit you know, a little bit slow. Um, her... <laughs> it was all PC till the end. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit slow isn't wrong She's now, is it? mongoloid. <laughs> you, oh, went, no. you went over that. Oh, no. There you go. Well, we found the line <laughs> and then crossed it and then fucked it. <laughs> Not going there. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we meet this creepy little girl. She's, she's doing her clicking thing. Mm -hmm. We meet the mother, Annie. Um, and we're first introduced to, it's the, it's the funeral for the grandmother, right? Yes. Yep. First thing. Yep. Um, so the funeral for the grandmother, uh, named Ellen, um, and that's Tony Collette's character who plays Annie. Annie's mom. So we, we open up, we see this funeral and we see Charlie, which is a little girl. And then we meet the brother, which is, he's an adopted 18 19-year-old kid, something like that, right? Oh, he's not adopted. He's not adopted? No. <laughs> he looks very different from them, yes. He does, he, yeah. He's not adopted. He's no. not adopted? No. So that was just a pure uh, 
Yeah. 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 Sorry, guys. (laughs) Yeah. After the real dad. Yeah, we meet the dad too. A real dad. dad. So (laughs) let's talk about the family, like the family dynamic here. So we have the mom, who's clearly a little bit nuts after the after her mom died, or the grandmother of uh, Charlie. Um, We have the dad, who has clearly seen a lot of of neurotic behavior and is kind of almost had it and kind of just lets lets Annie kind of rule the household in, in, other, in other words she says something it goes that kind of thing and then we meet Peter the timid kind of inexperienced teenager teenage boy, teenage boy. smoking so weed every day smoking weed <laughs> drinking beers smoking party <laughs> and um and, and Charlie and then so we meet them at the funeral and we learn about how we learn about Annie and Charlie and how Charlie reveals, um, Annie reveals that she would have rather had a boy. And that's why her mom always wanted her to be a boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Shit, you pick it. Really? Her name's Charlie. She was supposed to be Charlie. Did you foresee the ending? Mm -hmm. How did you possibly foresee anything? I know the story of payment. Yeah. Oh, payment. do you? If yeah. you know the story of payment, it's a lot easier to... Oh, see, I didn't know that that was the story of payment until, yeah. well, fucking payment. I didn't. I... I, I, I All right, too shy. I can I, let that go. I saw it coming, but not, like, the the end that we saw. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I knew it was going to... I knew it was happening. I knew it was going to happen. Once Charlie died, I knew it was going on. Um, the worst. So, anyway... I just never saw anything coming. <laughs> we meet the creepy girl. We were at the funeral. Um, weird things start happening. Once Ellen passes away, weird things start happening in the house. Um, she, she sets it up from the beginning, though. She's like, oh, I didn't know my mom knew so many people. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, we'll talk about that later. Because we don't find out until later. Um, so, what do you, Sam, what do you think about that scene with the uh, funeral um so right from there obviously now that i know shit like everything (laughs) makes sense but like at the time i was like oh damn this is really just gonna be some family drama where you know she was very like yeah i don't know any of you sitting here like it's really odd to see so many strangers here that apparently knew my mother when like I didn't even know my mother because they were so estranged. Yeah. And I don't know. I just in the beginning I really didn't know how to feel about it. So I was like, oh, there's about to be just some like drama shit and like grandmother's got some weird friends. I didn't initially think that it was going to be cult related. Yeah. Until like it got further in there and I was like, oh damn. Like I thought this was just gonna be another like paranormal activity type thing and then you got some next level shit because like payments like a legit thing yeah and i feel like that is because they were all so realistic in like how they interacted with each other like a dysfunctional family who has history of like mental illness and stuff like that and how they kind of all play off each other because they all are so different in how they cope with things mm-hmm. and how they handle coping with like against each other's personalities yeah so like at the funeral all they could focus on or really give a shit about is if charlie was eating peanuts because they didn't have the epi pen they're like yep grandma's dead um thanks for coming and then at the end they're like all right let's go did you bring every pen no yeah. which did 
the peanuts is a really big thing that I hope everyone was like, oh, remember that for later. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah, she's allergic to peanuts. They really overplayed that a lot. Mm-hmm. What's peanuts? Like, it mattered in the... I feel like... We're just giving it this. I feel like the peanut thing was just an excuse to kill her a little faster. No, no, no. It was a... It was a yeah. No, the That's peanuts didn't kill her, but the peanuts was... are why she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. It is not well. Okay, the, the telephone ball is why she's dead. But <laughs> let's, let's 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 hold on that scene. Okay. Yeah. That... I got a lot of peanut shit to get into. With that. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you get into peanut shit? Because there's another scene where she's eating it. I was being little so, before dying. <laughs> the whole movie Keep though. The whole movie where show we're we're kind of force fed that maybe there's mental illness here. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's some. There's Sorry, some mental illness here. Um, so the whole movie we're fed this, and then we end up kind of slowly finding out that something weird's going on because weird things start happening when the, the grandmother dies. Um, if you notice, there's this symbol that's actually the symbol of Payman, the demon. Um, both the necklace has that, and tons of different things that we see around the movie have that symbol um, in it. Do you want to explain, actually, Rob, do you know the story of payment? Who knows the story of payment? So can I just precursor this with before you tell the story of Yeah. I didn't know any... I didn't know... What, I, I still don't really know what payment is, to be honest. So I'm intrigued for the story. But I didn't know that going into this. So, yeah, maybe now I can see why you could One foreshadow of a lot of it. demon kings... It was just a late night Wikipedia read. I was like, let's <laughs> get into one of those. Isn't it always? Yeah. yeah. I read I read very briefly that he is supposedly one of the eight kings of hell. Nine, I think. Yeah. No, eight. No, it's eight. eight. Yeah. 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 Um, that's all I read. Do you know anything else, Sam? Most devoted servant under Satan. And his whole thing is that he's kind of like a shepherd, essentially. Like, that's the whole thing. So his following is kind of... Well, this whole movie mirrors his story as well, because yep. originally... In paganism, I think he mm-hmm. was a woman, and yeah. then when Christianity took over, changed to a man. That's why Charlie always, grandmother always wanted her to be a man. Yeah. Yeah, because she wanted to to resurrect Haman uh, through the boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did did we ever? So one thing I read when I was looking up, did we ever come to a point where it explained why, um, Peter? never was just pinpointed immediately as the... Well, it's to mirror the story of payment, I think. Essentially, uh, because... Instead of just directly... Right, and because, like, there, that whole thing where they were... With the little, like, figure things, when she mentioned that her mom fed Charlie, mm-hmm. that was essentially a thing that she essentially put the demon inside Charlie. And because in the beginning, Annie didn't let her mom anywhere near Peter. Like they just weren't. So she was never able to like move that entity onto him. So that's why when she tried again, she wanted Charlie to be a boy so that they could, you know, get it in there. So was she, she, (laughs) so was she, Do you think she was protecting? I know we're getting really into this, but do you know she was pro- if she, if she was trying to protect Peter because she really didn't like Charlie and also despised her because she wanted her to be a boy? No. So essentially, what I think is because when Annie was going to like the little sessions or whatever, she talked about mental illness in her family and how like her brother 
killed himself because their mother was putting people inside him. Mm-hmm. He was the first one who she tried to pass payment onto, and he killed himself, and it failed because he was like, I'm not dealing with this. But everyone thought it was just mental illness because they thought he was like schizophrenic, like she's putting people inside me. But it was actually like, keep it, G over there. Yeah. Um, it was essentially, he killed himself because, you know, this demon was trying to get all up in his shit, and he was not having it. So, ended himself, and then when, because Annie even says to Peter, I'm jumping around so much, I never wanted to have you, and all that shit. Mm. Because essentially, when she got pregnant, it was like, all right, there's a boy coming, but then she's like, don't touch it. So yeah. when the second kid came around, she was like, all right, maybe I should just let my mom in. Mom was like, yes, you're going to have another boy, which is why she made the embroidered little rug thing that said Charles. And then when it came out as Charlie, it was like, all right, I'm still going to use you as the vessel. And then when Peter's vulnerable enough, we're going to pass him along. Yeah. Because that's what the whole decapitation shit comes in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you bounce from one body to another. It's when you decapitate it. The more you know. The more you There's know. There's a lot. So, so the reason why I'm like, I'm kind of like thinking that like I may have been a little bit too harsh on this movie is because when you actually really look back on it and don't look at it from a horror movie, mm-hmm. horror movie perspective, there's a lot going on. Like there's a, like when she's carving, like we were uh, watching when she was carving all of these, this like fake, um, just carving. I don't know what you call it when you carve wood and create. Whittling. Uh, whittling. Whittling. So when she was whittling those wood, that wood house and all the furniture, and she was recreating scenes from her life. Making her miniatures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, and I was reading up on a couple of reviews, and it's kind of like <clears throat> she was trying to get control over the life that she didn't have. Yeah. And then it was kind of also like, like she she was kind of, that's exactly what it was. She, she was just trying to control mm-hmm. everything that she couldn't control. And it was definitely like a little bit of mental illness it wasn't just like a horror movie. There was she was definitely mentally ill. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's at least my opinion. I think she was she mentally was a ill. Little shook, I'd say. A little shook. She was shook. I don't know if she was mentally ill. You don't think so? But that's the whole point of this demonic possession. Because when you look at like Steve's point of view as a skeptic, yeah. and Annie's freaking out because he's like, "Dude, there's something in this house. Like it's way beyond what we can comprehend." He's like, yeah. "You're having a mental breakdown. Chill the f out." Because he's a skeptic and he doesn't believe all this bigger stuff. And it's as it's as if the demon is kind of just like an over exaggerated representation of mental illness because they say that Ellen had multiple personalities. That could be Payman becoming too strong for her to really handle because the whole thing was that Payman had to come from her bloodline because Mm -hmm. she was the queen. So it had to come from someone in her line. So her multiple personalities could be her holding this demon and having it in her and her losing control of it. And at the end, it just became way too strong because in the book it was like our sacrifices will be like whatever it said in that book that annie found when she was going through her mom's stuff yeah so essentially her holding payment and then dying was essentially her sacrificing herself to have him move on to the next stage and have him be actually embodied in someone so annie was possessed the whole movie basically no charlie i believe charlie was possessed the whole time and her clicking was him payment making himself known because someone else clicked the grandmother right um at the very end i'm gonna 
jump there. Um, yeah. Peter clicks when he's Peter possessed. clicks. And people are like, oh my god, he's Charlie. It's like, no, he was Payman. Like, Payman is the one doing the clicking. See, I thought it was Charlie, but that, that goes back to I didn't know Payman was. Mm. Here's yeah. my problem. So that answers that. I think that there should have been a precursor of some kind showing Ellen clicking, or some someone who... I, th- I just feel like it wasn't it wasn't clear enough to me that I think it was, everything was just a little bit confusing and I feel like the movie got too much praise for being this complex film but there really was a lot that was just not explained right and 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 I, I don't know if it's something that I just don't know the mythology and that I just don't pick up on because I haven't researched it that much and it's just really maybe like, that was the point though. Right, like maybe the point of the movie was not to spoon feed you right. everything on a platter. Maybe it was just like, oh, if you know this mythology, then or reality, if you're, you know, somebody, mm-hmm. <laughs> anybody, yeah, I mean, it wasn't just throwing shade, <laughs> um, <laughs> then then you get it, right? And maybe like in Rob's point, that ruined it for him. No, it didn't yeah. help. Oh, it helped. It didn't help to ruin it. I think oh, <laughs> it's not what I thought you were going with that. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Sorry. You're just a negative Nancy over here. I'm also very stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, please, you're honest about you're, it. You're, you're stubborn. So, so, Annie's whittles these <laughs> sculptures with different scenes from her life. It's almost like some kind of controlling thing or weird thing that she does. Um, we see her daughter, Charlie. We see her doing all kinds of weird things around the house. Mm-hmm. And then when she's in school, she's sitting there in class, and all of a sudden a pigeon hits the window. And then later on recess or at the end of school, we see her go find that pigeon and cut its head off Huge to use it for her art. to her own death. Yeah. Huge foreshadowing to her own death. So why don't you explain that a little bit? So essentially, like when I was reading up on stuff, they were like, oh, she's clucking like birds do. I'm like, okay, stop. No, she's not. <laughs> And they're like, ooh, she's supposed to be like a bird because, like, birds will collect little things and, like, make things out of them. And then, you know, that's what she does. She makes little things. But essentially, that bird died on impact, and then it's she went and cut its head off. But essentially, that's what happened to Charlie. She fucking, she hit that shit hard, and she got her head. She hit that cake. Decapitated. So (laughs) it was was pretty foreshadowing to her own death at that point. This is one of my main problems with this movie is that, like, in the trailer, it builds up this, and you, I know you wanted to touch on this too, Rob. Yeah. They build up this little girl to be, like, this creepy... That she's gonna well, be the like they exploited her in the marketing by saying she was this massive role in the movie, and she really wasn't. She was very... They she was her, just a vessel. They she used just her creepy vessel. disability to, like, market the movie. When they yeah. could have, in reality, just got any little girl to play her part. Mm. It's about representation, Rob. It doesn't matter. It's rude. I loved her character. <laughs> I just wanted Love to hug answer. her the whole time. I was mad that she was killed so early, but I was also applauded the fact that she died so gruesomely. Well, they they right. needed to. Right. They needed to kill her off early, but... Yeah. Oh, we're talking about death. So, like, I think my literal favorite scene is her death. It's not my favorite because she's dead. It's my favorite because of how it was shot. Because mm-hmm. it, it... you. Oh, I just love that it just happened that way, and then... The camera did not move. 
didn't show her body, didn't show shit. People were just pissed the, about that. God, they can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm, same. Because I <laughs> loved it. I loved that it just stayed on his face and he didn't even have to turn and he knew the horror it was. Yep. And I thought that was just very powerful. Mm-hmm. It, like, it made it sadder that she was dead, mm. even. So it made it weird that he left her in the car in the parking lot, in the driveway. So that was... I kind of took that as him not really taking... Well, he was in shock, but not really taking responsibility for what happened. Because that whole dinnertime fight was, like, everyone pointing the finger at each other. Like, this is your fault that it's happening. But, like, they never showed her body, like, at all until they got to the point where were eating her head on the street but yeah. like so they never showed it long. they just like focused on him and like he was literally shocked to the point that he asked like are you okay he was and then just drove yeah that too i the second <laughs> the fucking second because they made it such a big thing to watch these like girls chopping like nuts like psychos like it was weird how <laughs> aggressive they were cutting them but like the second he's they were like yeah i got some weed i was like oh no Oh no, something's gonna happen. And then he's driving her the wherever place. to help her while he's <laughs> just high as hell. And I'm like, oh my anxiety. And then her head comes off. So, yeah, let's, so let's explain so what sad. happened. So, Peter really wants to go to this party because he's a loser. A high school party. Yep, high school party. We were um, all that loser. I hate so, that bitch he likes. She was so horrible that whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So horrible that whole time. I don't remember her. It was, She's a forgettable character. She, yeah, she never really... I, mean, I forgot. He was kind of just him. Um, <laughs> he was just him. Yeah, I mean, he sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah. This kid he, is such a fucking retard. I hated he, his he crying was. and shit. And, yeah, no, well, Peter was not. I gotta go to a high school barbecue. She won't like it. Bring me a sister. Okay. So, yeah, okay. He, so he he brings his sister to this party. In the car. She, he almost brings her as a spite. Like, just to spite the mom, almost. Yeah. So he brings her. He goes and smokes weed. She goes, hey, there's a cake. She goes, hey, there's a cake over there. And he goes, I don't give a shit. Go eat that cake. So he goes upstairs to get laid. And she eats the cake. She's severe allergic reaction. And then he has to drive her to the hospital high as hell. Who puts peanuts in chocolate cake? Who puts who brings cake to a goddamn city? Exactly. Yeah, it's a good point. Like stupid. They were like right. baking it there. All parties have cakes. Did they go to a tech school and like culinary crew? It was some nice ass house though. I was like, who's It was. Yeah, there? all these houses were nice. Their house was wicked nice too. Yeah. Goddamn A24 productions. So when you see that <laughs> tap of the telephone pole, mm. what did you guys think? Loved it? Mint. It was yeah. mint. Well, yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. I like the shot mint. it went back and showed her face. Yeah. yeah. I, that was look pretty cool. gruesome. It, it was well done. Yeah. I, I didn't like really I care said, about I, This movie was well constructed and everything. I just didn't like it. Yeah. I think you put a part where it falls very much apart every time the brother speaks. <laughs> yes. Oh, he yeah. does it. Any, yeah. Anytime he cries. Looks at the camera, talks. Mm, the sad part is, memories in the movie. we all know people like that, though. Yeah. So it's like it's not like that. It's a bad character. He's just hateable. Yeah, like he's a real character. Yeah. Maybe he's supposed to be hateable, but it seems like he's just a bad character. Yeah, but but like they're but like they're like the reason why he made you so mad is the point. Is like he was supposed to be hateable. Like he was supposed to be like obnoxious and stupid and. And never get shit right. I think that right. stereotypical, like, shitty teenager. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you and Sam both love the dad, right? Uh, no? I like that Maybe. he's a skeptic character in it compared to everything else that's going around him that's clearly... It like they didn't even tell him 
he was in a movie and he just <laughs> yeah he was yeah, just sitting there half the time yeah turn reading yeah, newspaper no, oh did you see this yeah cool <laughs> I mean that's that's like like no offense but like that that's uh, in the real world that's how most a lot yeah, of dads that's are that's why I liked him you know? so much yeah Okay, so he was yeah, like he was deadly. He was a very, very. This is a movie good about dad. fucking possessions and demons and yeah. stuff. Well, he's, and he's just yeah. like have fun at the movie. And he's but... just the dad. Doesn't care. I didn't. It's all stupid. He was great as a dad. He's got to go to work in the morning. He's got to go to bed. He sees. He literally goes in the attic, sees two dead people, and goes, "You fucking crazy, on you." Put them up there. You dug yes. the grave up. You blamed her crazy. for everything, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And I was just no, like, no, incorrect. That's when I got mad at him. Yeah, that's that didn't make it. That's when I was like, fuck you, dude. You really? You think but that's his skeptic side. He literally just thinks that it's just all like her mental illness coming forward. And it's like, nah, dude. Payment's behind this shit. But you can't explain that to him because then he's like, no, you have a history of this shit with your mom, and this shit gets passed down. Hereditary. I did. I think they did that part <laughs> yeah, well with his character. I think they did his character really well. Yeah. Because he's been dealing with this for a long time, so he just thinks it's mental illness. He thinks, yep. or 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 he thinks that like she's just a little bit loopy or whatever. He was like starting to write an email to somebody that was like, "Hey, I think my wife's having another mental breakdown," but he burst into flames before that could be sent. So, <laughs> sorry, guy. <laughs> before we go on, I. I you know what? No, I'll talk about this later. We'll talk about cinematography later. Um, mm. So, so um, they're at the table. They, they were already through with all that shit. The little girl's dead at this point. Oh, that scene was um, so intense. So then, Miss Little Miss Mental Illness keeps getting more and more crazy. I would say is the only way to say that. And the little, the little brother, or, or, or should I say, son? The little son, Peter. He keeps getting more and more paranoid, more and more guilty, mm-hmm. till he starts to think that he's seeing things. And we start to see him kind of hallucinate, and then we start to see his m- mom start to do weird things involving him. Like, for example, when he wakes up and his mother's standing over his bed just watching him with, a, with the scissors, I think, right? Or a knife. Um... Mm. Fuck the second time. That's when she tells she him that, been a lot. that she never yeah. wanted to have him. Yeah, oh, she was holding something, but I don't remember what it was. She she was like carving utensil, maybe. Like, yeah, I think something. she just maybe. ran from her crafting something to be like, I fucking hate your existence or something. Yeah, yeah, that one. You know, that one actually really that scene really freaked me out. Cause like, whenever you, you'd watch like way way back when when Marvel Hornets came out, it was like a YouTube series where it was basically about demons or whatever basically kind of like slender it was like about slender man and stuff like that slender man and that whole universe and we binged that and there's just like scenes anyone like standing over a sleeping person in bed and watching them for hours on end just like paranormal activity yeah um is really fucking creepy yeah it is shouldn't be doing that yeah it is what I just can't get the scene where she's on the wall on the top left frame. I had to point that out to my boyfriend. I was like, do you see her in the corner? So she's, he's like, oh my God. Oh, so I didn't see her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, noti- I noticed her leg like after a second when my eyes adjusted. I was like, like oh spider. fuck, she's up there. But she didn't do anything. She was just there. And I was like, oh no. That fucked me up because like I, I was not even the first 30th person in the theater to see her. Like some dude in the far row was like, oh fuck. And then... <laughs> And then I'm like, what the fuck does he say? And then <laughs> Nicole with just goes like, oh, fuck. 
And then I finally scream like the little girl I am. <laughs> I just like kind of like and it was just shit. Weird. Like it, my heart sank a little when I noticed her. I was like, oh no, but do you see her? <laughs> Never yeah. else. Then everyone else started because it was a good like yeah. minute that it was just chilling with him sleeping, and I'm like, something gonna happen. That's crazy. And then I see her in the corner, and I'm like, oh god, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was. Mm. I I thought that was one of my favorite. There are theater moments where things happen in movies that could only really be perfect in a theater. Yeah. That, that was, was one of that them. That was for sure. Without yeah. question. Sorry to bother you is all the old people leaving. Uh, <laughs> well, that doesn't count. I know, I, I know. It. It's just a joke of me. <laughs> yeah, he, Rob was just like, he's just like, bye. There's the door. <laughs> Don't trip over your cane. Actually, I wish they did. But, but this was definitely... <laughs> This was definitely one of my favorite I feel like moments. it was an effective thing without it being jump scary. Because it wasn't like, here's a loud noise. It was like, all right, let's wait for people to fucking see what's going on. And then you're like... <gasps> yeah, it was very different. Right, yeah. I haven't seen that in a movie. I liked it. Maybe not ever, but definitely in a while. I was waiting for it to, like, drop or something. And all she did was, like, just scurry out of the room, right? Like, that was it. And then he woke up. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how, mm-hmm. it, how it happened? I yeah. was waiting for it to just, like, drop down. And I'm like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So my eyes start... Like closing, I'm like, no, I can't believe I'm gonna have to go shit. watch and see that now. That scene is definitely why I didn't sleep very well that night. Like, yeah. I, get, I get in my car, all like, what's on my ceiling? Look at the corners, like, I see I you over you there. You, you're a pessimistic animal over here. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, the Grinch that sold movies. Today, yeah. Today, yeah. <laughs> That's bad. So, oh, God. in addition to. Th- so, so here's one thing that I did read um, that was interesting that I don't know if maybe not be picked up, up on quite often, um, but little things that happen, like when, and then I'm going back to when before Charlie died, um, when the pigeon crashes into the window, yep. pigeons are supposed to be a bad omen, apparently. And, and the other theme that they bring in is when uh, there's fire ants covering the body yeah. of the girl. Mm-hmm. Fire ants are always drawn to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's, it, in this review, like it could have been nonsense that this guy said, but he, he, he seemed to explain that like there's some kind of an element that like they were trying to kind of hint at to us that nature kind this is like this is a nature this is a thing that nature knows and we don't. Like yeah. it was something that it's it was, just inevitable what's yeah, gonna happen to you, part. and it's just nature. Yeah, that was a big thing because they were talking about Heracles and class. Yeah, while he's too busy looking at his phone when his friends are like, "Can we go smoke weed?" And essentially, they were talking about how Heracles. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Was just kind of like this douche who like. <laughs> he just had like a huge ego and it's like even though there were so many red flags around him about what was gonna go wrong he still was like I'm bigger than all of you and his you know it was inevitable that he was gonna just not make it and that was kind of yeah. just like also cause it happened like in the background like you oh, were supposed no. to focus on the text messages but this conversation happened like in the back so yeah. if you were listening they were like you know his defeat was inevitable all that shit and that's kind of like it is Peter like he's inevitably going to you know expire and become payment hmm. like that's just his foreseeable this, he has no choice like he's just a pawn in this and he's he's going down essentially in, in the next scene he is the next scene where he it, he looks in to the left right and he sees his that's weird, after charlie dies that's after okay so this is mm-hmm. before charlie dies yeah. so like so slingshot back to like after charlie died where we are in the script mm-hmm. um he's in peter's in the classroom yep. at this point 
Um, he turns to his left. He starts kind of like he's, his conscience is super heavy on him, mm-hmm. um, especially after his mom told him that he, he she wished that he was never born. Basically, <laughs> <That's> so sad. <laughs> I think it's funny. But <laughs> I'm coming um, with her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he looks to his left in the glass. He sees kind of like almost like a not a throwback because like honestly like that movie M- mirrors or like glass with Keith Sutherland. I yeah. hated that movie so much. Yeah, but like this, the same kind of thing or like <laughs> or like Final Destination. Basically, he <laughs> looks over. It. He looks over in the glass. He sees a reflection of himself, and all of a sudden, it turns Smiling. to a grin. Yeah. And he looks back, and it's not there. Yep. And the teacher's like, what the fuck's wrong with this kid? Go to the principal. And then he kind of... Beats the shit out of himself. Yeah, his face gets smashed into yep. the... Yep, his hand head. first raises up, and, and, like, we see fingers start to break. Oh, my God, and his face was all, like, twisted. Distor- Ooh. Distorted. Well, that was, was all, my entire that mood was scary. <laughs> that scene is yeah. 2018's mood. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not in school anymore, but that was definitely mood 2007 as well. And then 2018 slams him into his desk yeah. and breaks his face. Yeah. Throws Can him across the room. Yeah. With his shitty bandages at the end. Payment isn't real. It's just the year 2018. <laughs> That's when things start to really escalate at that point. Yeah. He comes home. Shit starts going down. He ends up. I don't know how, how he ends up, how does he end up in the attic? He ends up in the attic. At the very end? Yeah. So essentially how this shit went down is because Joan is a bitch. And, um. Oh, explain Joan. Oh, yeah. yeah, so Joan, she's manipulative as heck. I didn't like her since she was like, I recognize you from the, the meetings. I was like, group. drive away, run over her, leave. She's like, all right. Be like, no, yeah, I noticed you coming here, like, because of your mother's meetings, da 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 Like, she made it seem like she knew her because she was at the grieving meetings when she went for her mother. But it's like, plot twist, bitch. I know your mom. We're the, partners in crime. And like, so she's kind of the second in command under Ellen. So when she passed, it was Joan's job then to make sure that Annie, you know, finished the job. Mm-hmm. So when she was like, oh, I can show you that you can talk to Charlie. Like, it's not impossible. We'll do a seance, whatever. But it's like all of the words that she said was essentially just like a a little, like a, like a curse. But it was just like a, why am I forgetting what the hell that is? When you, when you summon a demon, essentially she was just summoning. She was like, here, take this. You'll be able to talk to Charlie. But essentially it was (laughs) words to say to summon payment to become... You know, he they opened that door, so he was yeah. there and he was present because that's when shit just started going really bad. After she was like, I, I can show you, I can talk to her. And then when she brought Steve and Peter in the room and she lost control because they could tell that, that wasn't Charlie anymore, then that's when they were like, all right, we can't outrun payment. He's here. So, yeah, so, so yeah, just to explain, so in the so like, so what Joan was, Joan was the second in command to yep. Ellen, yep. the grandmother, um, in this uh, religious cult trying to summon pain and the demon. Um, and we meet Joan for the first time at um, Charlie's grave, right? No. Was it not so Charlie? they first meet her when Ellen is... Gets to the she meeting goes to the meeting because mm-hmm. there was a couple times where it was like she just sat outside. 
of the meeting. Oh, right, yep. So she went to go drive away, and she stopped her and was like, oh, are you coming back? And she goes, oh, yeah, I just forgot something. And she was like, well, here's my number. Call me if you need anything, all that shit. Yeah. And but, um, but that's her... how they came in. And then she just, they just always seemed to be running into each other. She always knew where she was, and they were yeah. always running into each other. And Joan's main objective here is to eventually get Peter as the sacrifice to payment. Yeah. To summon payment. Yeah. Um, so as we as we move on, so so then we end up we're in the dining room and we are contacting well, supposedly we're contacting Charlie, Charlie. but yeah. we're really contacting what payment? They're opening the, the door to let payment in and Right. Because it's one of those things like when you do a Ouija board and you like don't say goodbye to it and all that shit. Like yeah. it's essentially just like like yes, payment is strong enough to like go from body to body but it needs to be like put there yeah. so essentially she the little seance she did to try to contact charlie was just to open the floodgates so payment could f shit up and take what's his yeah so so after that after the husband to put a stop to that mm-hmm. we end up with this is it, it it's a book or a diary that the the photo album is the photo album the one that so so the photo album that Annie takes to Steve to try to tell him to throw it in the fire. We're gonna it's save her sketchbook. Oh, that. Just okay. sketchbook. It's her sketchbook. Oh, you yeah. found one okay. where she pieced it all together. No, that was some shit. That was Charlie's sketchbook. Yeah. Charlie's sketchbook because they okay. needed something of hers to contact her. Yeah, and she was saying throw it in the fire, throw it in the fire, right? Yeah. To uh, to stop. Because she, when she tried to throw it in the fire, she's like lit on fire. So she tried to get Steve to do it. She was like, I'm attached to it. I can't do it. If I do it, you know, like it needs to be from somebody else. So when he tried to do it, it was like, all right, cool. But he was also like, you're just having a breakdown. I'm not going to do this. I'm done with this shit. And at that time I was like, listen to her. Please just do it. But you know, he died anyway, so. Yeah, he burst. I up wasn't that upset about that. That was pretty shocking. He made even me though upset I knew it was at coming. that point. So I was like, "You, you earned it. You yeah. earned that." Yeah, his death was very much just like good. Yeah, like, I was like, "I'm not upset about it." And after that, there's nothing between Peter and her. Nope. So shit gets real. Yeah. So she, <laughs> she, yeah. Peter. So so Annie comes after Peter, and we end up in this chase where we end up in an attic. Yeah. And Peter looks up, and there's Annie chopping her head off, hanging from the rafters. Yeah. Which was... I did not understand that. That was haunting. So essentially, Payman was in her body. And in order for him to jump from body to body, you need to decapitate the body. That's how a soul leaves. Oh. So she was the last one. That's why she was all floating around and shit, because she was under Payman. And then she chopped her own head off with piano wire. And then she all floated on up. That sounds really slow. Yeah. yeah the sound effects really for that time. were gross. That was a I mean, it was really creepy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I'm going to get through bone with that. She did. Um, he um, did. You would. Did. You would. You specifically. She didn't have enough body strength for that. She, yeah, but she's, she was. We're going to talk about the, hold yeah. on, hold on. We're going to talk about the logistics of cutting your own fucking head off. She's possessed. Payment did. No, but him, he's like, she's not the other body strength for that. She loses it after the first artery. So what does it matter? Cut your own head off. This is true. Look at you, you literal bastard. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, a demon did it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Way more believable. Marijuana did it. Marijuana. <laughs> Marijuana. This is, this is a devil slip. Good old Mary Jane can't get your devil's kids to stick to the dick devil. Yes. <laughs> Shit. All right. Same. <laughs> So then I'm going to let Sam explain the rest of the movie because we, as in me and Taylor, missed the end of the movie and we were left to our imagination because the drive-in screwed up. So Sam, how how did this end? Shut up. So (laughs) essentially after, you know, he sees his... He sees the grandmother's body up there, right? Yeah, the headless body of the grandmother. Or was that too. already in the? Yeah, that no, was a while ago. That yeah. was that was earlier, right? Yeah. And that's that's how we discover, after the fact, that the body transferred once to yep. Annie. Yep. Okay. Yep. So essentially, he like tries to just end it. He's like, "Fuck this shit," and he runs and jumps out the window. The second he hits the ground, there's just like a second, and then like her body's all floating up there, whatever. And then he gets up, like it's just like so like quiet. I was like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. But he gets up and he clicks. And everyone was like, oh my god, it's Charlie. And like, nah, bitch, it was payment the whole time. So goes up to the treehouse and sees just like all these naked ass. Well, first of all, there's naked ass people all around the house, the cult members. They're just all nude, chilling, old ass bodies. Interesting. But he goes up there, and they're all just, like, bowing. And then there's the bodies of his grandmother and his mother. And then Charlie's head is, like, on this, like, statue that they made that looks like the dolls that Charlie made, like, the whole time. I was like, oh, shit. More foreshadowing. And um, they're just, like, saying whatever chant they're saying. And then Joan, that bitch, comes out of nowhere and is like, hell, payment and all this ish. And he just, like, he's just so... Like in a trance, and then you're like, "Oh, he's he's been, he's gone. He's not in there. That's payment." And then it just kind of ends. Yeah. So you didn't miss. But if much. you were me the whole time, you were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, going I was on? very uncomfortable with it because it was they were just. Well, now it all makes sense. Old people. Well, it makes sense now that I'm sitting here hearing the story from somebody much smarter than me. Oh my god. But. All the old people bits. Yeah. You yeah. seem pretty not into this movie from the oh, second the scene. Naked I feel like they you just like look too much at an old that. naked guy. There's just a little, little yeah. too much time spent Floppy looking at him. Bits, saggy bits. Mm. All the bits hated it. Yeah. <laughs> Scariest bits. Was an of interesting choice. <laughs> Alright, let's go back to high school with like Super Meat Party or whatever. Meat spin. So Oh no, that was worse. Meat spin. That was way worse. I have a friend that kept it on his computer in the background because he liked the song. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Has he heard of Spotify go. or CDs or YouTube or Yeah. He was a computer nerd. If I said his name, you know what I'm not gonna throw him under the bus. Good. I yeah. will. Because we What's don't do name? that on this podcast. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so so and so I'm gonna. There's, there's more to talk about with this movie, but yeah. In hindsight, let's let's go back over this one. What would you give this grade? And what would you give this movie in a grade? And what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? With your new news that you've learned today about like the storyline that was a little bit maybe he knew everything. You you did yeah you do yeah, you did. I don't like it. Still don't like it. You still hate it. <laughs> still yeah. a car fire. Like I said, I'm very stubborn. So I'm not gonna like it. I just hate it. But like I said in the beginning, it's not a horrible movie. It's just not a good horror movie. Right. Enjoyment level for me is about a three. Out of 
Ten. Damn. And once it got that to a certain part, there was no redeeming things for it for me. No, not at all. Well, I like. I mean, the effects were good when she got her head smashed off. Yeah. The show yeah. That way. Like I said, it wasn't bad. I just didn't like it. Mm. I can see why people loved it. See why people hated it. Mm. You definitely liked. Huh. Oh, what was your favorite scene? <laughs> All right. I, no, I kind of like him when he smashed his face on. <laughs> Reminded me of a liar, liar. So specific. It's a good movie. <laughs> um, now understanding the story, I like it a lot more. I understand the context to its deeperness. I can hear your arguments. Well, not your argument. Your argument, shit. <laughs> your argument, <laughs> though. <laughs> You're just like I just don't like it. I don't, I didn't think it was. I am. I am with you guys. Where I'm upset that it was billed as like this is the scariest thing you'll ever see. Well, that that I mean that helped me not liking it, but that just boring. I don't know. That made that gave me false expectation. I think it all depends on what you view as scary, though, because there's some people who looked at it and just kind of the realism of dealing with a dysfunctional family with mental illness enough where they were so good in their parts is like scary enough that you're like oh shit if you're looking at it from like a jump scare like oh my god terrifying scenes and shit no but if you look at it from like the psychological horror aspect of it where you really kind of did need to look a little deeper into things that's how, because for me, like, yeah, the parts where she was all, like, chilling in the corner and stuff were scary, but it's, like, that dinner scene where they're fighting with each other, that shit scared me, because I'm, like, oh, my God, like, they're just, like, they're supposed to be a family, and when you think, like, yeah, that's my family, you're supposed to, like, love each other, but then you have this mom who's, like, I didn't want to have you, ever. I tried to kill you with lighter fluid that one time. Like, it's just shit like it's that. It's like yeah. Yeah, and, like, like I personally... Think that that's like not scary and like a ah, kind of thing but scary and like a like uh, there are probably families out there that mm. are this fucking dysfunctional and like mm. hopefully less decapitation yeah it's yeah i'm hoping it's yeah. almost it's almost playing off the 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 collective fucked upness of most families in general yeah. so like if, if you had a shitty family or you had a shitty person in your family or someone who you really love said something shitty to you growing up or did shitty things to you. Like, that would hurt. It, it would hurt, but it also, like, like when you watch the movie, it's also, like, it's almost expertly crafted to be so indecipherable mm-hmm. as a paranormal, or, I mean, not a paranormal, but a uh, a possession. Right. That it's, it, it makes it such a, a great, a powerful movie for some people. Right. You know? Right. That's what um, I liked about it. <laughs> Did you give it a letter grade? Him? Maybe. No, you. A letter grade? I mean, doing number numbers. grade, I'm sorry. Well, okay, so preemptively, my first... source that, motherfucker. No, so he said a thing earlier. Um, my favorite scene is definitely the part where Anne is just creeping over the bed. But that's just purely because of the theater. If we were sitting at home mm-hmm. on the TV, I would have saw that immediately. Noticed it, right. Hashtag HDR. Um... <laughs> I'm just saying I would have bought it in 4K. That's all I'm saying. Um, I'd give it like a like a seven because I'm hearing your your sides 
I'm not you. You're on your sides. No, no, you are. You just don't want to admit it because you're stubborn like me. You're not stubborn. You're just so hateful. Yes, you are. Shut up, man. <laughs> I'm the dad. You'll never love me. If I was someone in this movie, I'd be the dad. You're very similar to the him right now. All right. Yeah, like a seven. Um, so I, I thought, so, so seeing the movie initially, I hated it because I, like, again, I, I thought I was lied to. I thought I, I should have gotten a little bit more horror than I got. Um, I was presented more family drama than I should have been, in my opinion. Um, but after learning about the story, um, I've learned that you really need to know the story of payment to understand this movie completely. Um, otherwise, you, you really don't you really don't understand. Um, I am going to give this movie a seven, also, and and the reason why I'm going to give it a seven is because I had a I had a huge problem with the if you don't know the story of payment, you're not going to understand the film. You're going to see parallels to mental illness, and that and that's part of the film too. But you're not going to understand why. It's so tricky to decipher the difference if you don't understand the story of payment. So I think it's a little bit of a disservice they did by not explaining the backstory. But then you got to think about if they did explain the backstory, would that be too predictable and making the audience feel stupid? Um, on the other hand, I really thought they killed it with the cinematography. Um, some of those shots had me dying to see this movie. Um, in the trailer, uh, specifically the funeral shot where we jib down into um, the ground, into the ground and good. see the dirt and grass. Um, that's one of my favorite shots. And, and I'm always a sucker for any shot that they do any kind of like uh, green screen 3D tracking. So like when we're in the shot and we see the, the boy sleeping and then we pan back and we're inside of the the of Annie's whittled house, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that, that was, was really cool. nuts. That was cool. Yeah, I do really. So back, just real side note on the cinematography because we never really talked. We'll get to that after we get the review. Mm-hmm. But just simply that, I always love the scenes where it's not center framed. Like yeah. Your eye as because I'm not in film, so my eye goes to the center of the movie, mm-hmm. and the, just again that scene where she's on the ceiling on the top left. That's why I never saw it. That was yeah. like genius to do that because. The average person's not going to look in that corner unless they see movement. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she was maybe like the bitchiest little shade away from being the same color as the shadow. Yep. Yeah. And yep. that was just men to that. Mm. I also probably would have given this a higher score had I known the story of payment. Yeah, and the light, the lighting so is the lighting is top notch. Like I don't know, like I know it's something that you don't realize a lot, but like when lighting is good, it's fucking good. Mm-hmm. I saw Get Out. I know what you mean. Yeah, lighting was great. Get Out. Get out. Yeah. Lighting was good in Get Out. I mean, Get I don't know if that's what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. No, Quiet Place. Sorry, Quiet Place. Lights Out? Well, that, that too. I'm in mean, a Quiet Place. The blind guy? Ah, uh, that was pretty good too. Yeah. That was pretty good too. Lighting or lack thereof. <laughs> well, well, that's the, that's the, like, lighting is so yeah. crazy. It's so intense. I'm like, I'm working with, I'm, like, not, I'm not going to toot anyone's horn, but like, I'm working with a lot of good DPs <laughs> right now just to learn because I'm a DP myself. And, um... <laughs> What director of photography. No, I know what it means. Director I of photography. Laugh. I'll use did. cinematographer, so we have no jokes right there. <laughs> he chuckled at DP and it made me go, oh yeah, double penetration. So I didn't say anything. You didn't need to. Anyway, lighting <laughs> is so 
lighting is so misunderstood as an art form. It's as a filmmaker, it's like it's it's so mind-boggling. I'm not great at it, and it's so crazy to just learn from people who are. Um, but that being said, this movie had great lighting. Um, I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, how about you, Sam? Um, so. Y'all probably think I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Nobody gives 10, um, 10. Like an 8.5. Yeah, like a I'm 9. 8.75. 8.75, um, that's real in the weeds. But um, <laughs> I, there's not one real particular thing about it. I think just in general what I liked about it was how much it foreshadowed itself and how much you really needed to pay attention. Like with what you were saying, how... If you're someone who only looks at like the center of the screen because that's just like how you are, then you're gonna miss kind of a lot of stuff that's going on. And me, I didn't necessarily know everything about Payman before seeing this, but that was kind of like something where she needed to like kind of dig deeper into like her mom shit to be like, oh, this is what's going on. That I feel like this movie set you up to do that. Like you needed to be like, why is this happening? And some people just don't want to do that. Like, they just want to be spoon-fed everything and be like, all right, that was great. I didn't have to think about anything. Mm. But at the same time, the reason that it made you think if you wanted to is what I enjoyed about it because there were so many little details. I'm a psychopath when it comes to that shit. I love looking for little stuff because back to the peanut thing. <laughs> when she was making her little doll with the bird, she was eating peanut M&M's. Hmm. She's eating them off the table. And that's because Payman was in her body the whole time. He, the night that her head was, came off, they passed by that pole that had the symbol on it hmm. that same night. And then when they were coming back, he was like, all right, showtime, boys. And then had, you know, the cake, which was another thing that I like read. And I was like, interesting, that chocolate is like, devilish because that's why it's called devil's food cake because it's really? chocolate yeah because they were like they focused on her eating that chocolate bar like so aggressively in the beginning i mean they did set it to be like do we need every pen does that have nuts in it all that shit and then she Damn. ate a chocolate cake that had nuts in it devil's food you cake allergic reaction fucked up heads off bye you, you, de- <laughs> you definitely just made payment sound like rupaul yeah and that would have been fucking gold essentially that's what he is because if that happened yeah, no, he, he, he's cute. He's your, cute. Your he's bottom cute. line, though, is that, <laughs> like, the point here is that, like, you can go see a movie and hate it and then be, 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 like, you can have two different people go see a movie. One movie, one person actually absolutely hates it, yep. absolutely despises it. I'm not trying to make a point here. I am. Um, <laughs> I have a fucking agenda. One person understands the, the like, the, everything from the story from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Um... And they love it. And, and it's oh, just like, it goes to show, it's like, is this, is, and the question is like, is this like a problem in their marketing or is this a problem on the viewer side? No, I don't think, I don't think a movie has to owe anybody shit. Like, I don't think it's, okay. it, the movie can market it however it wants, can do whatever it wants. If it just... Godzilla fucked up. <laughs> I, I don't know how to whittle this point down to make any sense. Other than the fact that I just, I stand by, like, I don't think a movie owes anybody shit. I don't think it fucked up if it didn't nail marketing right. I don't think it matters. I, it, it, you perceive things how you're going to perceive them anyway. 
Unless it's a Kevin Smith movie and you can only perceive it one way. You're right. I'm just saying that, <laughs> That's like, exactly like, how I felt, though, when I first posted the status and everyone yeah. was like, isn't that scary enough? And, uh... It's because I'm reading on Facebook shit posts. I got the whole, like, is it actually as deep as you think it is? I'm like, you son of a bitch better put your fucking water wingies on because I'm going to do some learning today. Going into water. Like, I don't... But that's the thing. Like, it's... If you just, like, suck and you want to be spoon-fed everything because that's just how you view shit and you don't like when things aren't an easy watch, then it's like you completely missed what's in front of you. Mm. That's, like... Oh, that's a weird point, too, because you could, like, literally blame Marvel for that, I think, mm. in a big portion. Mar- Marvel lately has been okay, but I think, like, superhero movies have created this audience people who who wouldn't otherwise come see movies to to just be like, oh, you didn't tell me, so it's not real. Or or you didn't blatantly tell me, so therefore, I'm just going to make this important, it's not real. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, because then there's people, Not specifically when Marvel, things aren't, like, laid out in front of you, they're like, oh, that's just how you're taking it as it's like no sometimes things actually do have like deeper meanings and what they are and you have to be the one to figure it out like the last few it's years, not like a whole big map and you know so the last few years of movies have been like, that though the last yeah. few years of movies other than 2018 has been a lot of hand-holding bullshit and and that's always been that, pissed me off no not always i wouldn't say always well the trailer sets everyone up for that and that's why i mm. liked this trailer that it you went in thinking one completely different thing because there's so many times that you see trailers and you're like, they used all the best shit, especially in horror movies. They'll use their best scenes in the trailer to get you there and then all it is is just filler between those scenes. And some stuff for Halloween. It's just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of A and mostly B. Mixed emotions about <laughs> I want candy, one. damn it. We can go trick-or-treating. That is real sexual. You can go get your Milky Way right now. No, I'm trying to diet, goddammit. In your world. No. I'm trying to lose weight. No candy. Bad touch. So, I'm just going to say one more thing. Um, Bad touch. Where am I? We we live in 2018 with every marking device within two feet of us. Our phones, our computers, our TVs, our everything. And to me, I feel like where this movie fucked up was they did not have, and, and, and it's funny because me saying this movie fucked up and this movie did super, super well. But in my, when I say fucked up, I mean they would have gotten more of a positive showing if they had built up the backstory like something like Blair Witch Project did back in the 90s where they had an entire website and, and fan base and, and I'm trying to remember Blair Witch. Like they you know you know what I mean? No, like I they, they informed yeah. everybody about this. Yeah. For the general audience, yeah. Yeah. So no. pe- people going into it knew what that the made, Blair Witch was. That made sense for the Blair Witch, because that's like they were like, here's a story of the Blair Witch and we're gonna go fucking find the Blair Witch. This wasn't like we're gonna go find Payman. This was like Payman's motherfucking grandma, right? Yeah. Like so I I hear you. I do because I'm I'm on the side of I don't know anything about payment. Well, I do now, but I didn't before. And if it set it up too much, it would have failed. 100%. Yep. It yeah. could have just what gave me a... need to set it up? Just go through it within the story. But I'm trying to think of how it would have. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if if while Annie's delusions, as Steve would say, um, were getting worse I and worse, it. and then that was teaching us about payment, mm-hmm. all right, I could have rocked the ending of that movie a lot harder. 
But the ending of that movie is just like, that's a lot of old Wang, and why is he wearing like a metal crown? I'm very lost right now. I well, liked it, but I didn't understand it. Like you could, my, my whole man. conundrum is you could recut a trailer to that, in your opinion, probably better, that would more accurately represent the movie, mm -hmm. and it would do worse. That's, that's the funny thing is the trailer that they put out was the best trailer to sell movie tickets. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah Marketing for that movie was, yeah, was. was A+. Plus. Yeah. AMC's A-list. A-plus to everyone who saw not it sponsored. at fucking Sundance. It didn't say shit. Because yeah. that shit was shown at Sundance and I saw nothing about it like online. I'm like, yo. That was a lot know. of NDAs got signed that day. I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they did, but I was I was searching for spoilers. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Because I was like so intrigued by the trailer. I yeah. was like, something's not right about that shit. That was and the, then I saw it, I was like, all right. That was the it. best trailer this year. Easily. I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed no, it. I vehemently disagree. Sorry what? to bother you was my favorite trailer of twenty eighteen. Mm. Did you see the trailer? I saw the trailer, but like but there have been some good trailers. That was a great yeah. Mission Impossible. That was a great trailer. The first, the first one. one. The, the next two were in the movie. I'm not saying it wasn't great. I'm just saying I've seen it way too many goddamn times. Sorry, Paul, was yeah. a good trailer. Infinity War was a great trailer. Yeah. No, don't put Marvel in the backseat for these conversations. <laughs> we know it's going to be great. It's billions of dollars being pumped into it. Mm. It better be goddamn great. I mean, so did Justice League. You fucking swine. Yikes. <laughs> just because it's got money doesn't think, mean it's going to be good. Think James Gunn is going to get rehired? I hope so. Yeah, I hope He so made too. some stupid jokes that I didn't find funny, but I definitely wasn't offended. Yeah, but he apologized by himself want. 10 years ago. Huh? He apologized by himself 10 years ago after he Are those tweets it. that old? I don't even know. Yeah. I didn't read the story. It's from a decade ago before the first okay. Guardians of Galaxy I didn't came know out that. before he was even big. Right. I didn't know that. I also don't give a fuck about Twitter drama because Twitter is like a, such a small vocal group. They're so loud. Yeah. Not just that, but Disney yeah. hired him knowing he said that. Yeah. They only fired Context him because people were like, nobody said. Cause yes. yeah, cause someone yeah. got hella butt hurt. Stupid. Was like, remember that time he said this bad thing? And I'm like, goes oh, back God. ten years. Tumblr shit to piss them off. Tumblr. Someone who's bitter f that My it's not God. them that job. Hashtag yeah. fucked up. That's what people do. Yeah. Stupid. That's 2018. I'm offended that your beer says giant. Did it just assume my gender? What's <laughs> nimble about this? <laughs> I'm not even gonna go into gender. That's gonna be. That's not my point. Slippery subject there. Mm -hmm. Slippery. Not even. Like fluid. I'm on. Are the you gender more fluid? Extreme. Real. That was such a reach. That was bad. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna die alone. Joke <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning into brutally honest reviews. <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh, like us on Facebook. Like us on Instagram. Follow us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, we'll your Rapper, and YouTube. Reviews. Mostly YouTube. Yes. All the shit. Mostly. And, and tune in next week where we review a shitty spy movie. Maybe not shitty. We'll I see. hope it's so good. Yeah. No. When is this going up? <laughs> Who cares? We'll find out. Well, we'll say it next week. Oh, this one? Yeah. Next week sometime. Whenever's next week. <laughs> It'll Thursday. Well, we'll just make sure this... No, a movie will be watched and put out. This is a special. I just realized we never did this one. This is such a good movie to review. I still. But anyway, bye. <laughs>